You are listening to the Airbnb Disney Podcast. Paging Mr. Mara, Mr. Tom Mara. Please contact Mr. Johnson at the control tower to confirm your life to the moon. Welcome, foolish mortals. If you're still coming in, it's great to see you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 106 of the Ear B&B Disney Podcast. My name is Bill. The gentleman who is here with me is Dr. McBiggins. Tell me, Dr. McBiggins, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Uh, feeling great. I appreciate it. And uh, how about you, friend? How you doing? Uh, you know, I'm I'm doing okay. Uh, um, Corinne, uh, my niece, is due tomorrow. Oh wow! So any day now, we are going to have uh, a new baby uh, joining us. Uh, so that's uh, that's kind of crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, all things are good. All things are good. You're what do you say? We go ahead and just uh, jump right in to the news. Man, the second half of that song, did that not just drag out like uh, like uh, this week has for Mary? Well, it's about to get longer, Mary, because uh, you're watching <laughs> you know, this. That's what she said. That's right. All right. First up tonight on the news, Barry, what do we got? Oh, the well, uh, to some people's chagrin, Disney CEO Bob Chapek secures new three-year contract. Look, I'm so smug about it, too. Yeah. yeah now, okay. uh, there he is uh, with the uh, – that actually is uh, his support staff. Um, behind him, that isn't uh, uh, that. That actually wasn't taken on Rise of the Resistance. That's actually just his support staff behind him. Um, tonight, we're going to uh, mix things up, and uh, we have a game that we've played played in the past that we are going to play with every new thing we talk about tonight, and that is a little something called overreaction. And the first question we have on overreaction is or not so much a question, but a statement. And then you, viewers at home, and you, Dr. McBiggins, have to say whether it's an overreaction or not. The first statement is, Bob Chapek should have never had his contract renewed. Is that an overreaction? Well, if you're asking me, no, I think he's a big dope, but um, apparently the board of directors see it differently. Apparently they see something that 
a lot of people don't, and they would know the bottom line. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's about it. I guess that's the best uh, bottom line. Yeah, you know, last week uh, we uh, we talked about um, Walt's apartment. We actually talked about JPEG a little bit. And uh, one of the things that uh, we had mentioned is he took over at a very, very, very difficult time for the company. Yes. Um, probably one of the most difficult times in the last 50 or, you know, in the history of, uh, of uh, uh, Walt Disney. Um, whatever. Of any time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ever. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a, there's a lot that he had to navigate through. And there are a lot of things that are taking place in the park, like the Genie Plus system. I honestly kind of believe had uh, we not had COVID, we probably wouldn't have Genie Plus all worked out the way that it is and all of that. Because they had all of that downtime to do all of Mm -hmm. the stuff that they wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. Um, It's true. So I I think he gets the brunt of the blame for everything. And I'm not sure he's the, yes, he is the leader of the company and the buck stops with him, blah, 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 blah. Um, But nonetheless, I I don't think this is all him. Um, You know, the board is going to tell him how they want him to do things and, and, and how to, make money and all of that so you know there's there's that as mary points out a lot of it was already in the works so Mm -hmm. a lot of everything was in the works and you know he is doing that um i wouldn't put it past um why can't i think of his name the last ceo um Iger. uh yeah i wouldn't put it put it past Iger for him to kind of know you know, things are about to get really, really difficult, not only with COVID, but with all of the uh, different rollouts of things that they had going on, and he didn't want to get the blame for it. So I think that, uh, that that's kind of it. Now, that being said, screw Bob Chapek. He should have never had his contract renewed. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, uh, he just comes off with this creep to me. And, and Amy Tater says the same thing. She says, no matter what, he's just a weird, creepy looking guy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, agreed. Um. Uh, yeah. Uh. So, um. That uh, uh. Steve says the share price went up during COVID. Um. It's plummeting when the parks are uh, uh full. Cheapest decisions cause the price drops. Um. So yeah. You know that. Uh. Certainly the uh, the stock costs are uh, are are a big uh, concern. Uh, I haven't seen them much this week. I haven't looked, but I saw last week it was that down to like ninety dollars which is just insane mm-hmm. um but yeah i uh that do we have any other uh comments on there about uh, uh well mary i think she said it before a lot of it was already in the works she's right it's a good point it was a lot of it was they were trying to revamp the entire fast pass system they were thinking about it for a long time um from what i've read and from what i've heard yeah, and yeah. they announced she's right they announced disney plus a couple of years before uh 2020 yeah. Um, but is it the iteration that we have today? Right. I don't know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, Would they have the been pay- able to do as much with it had they not yeah. had the park shut down for several months? 
I think fast pass would have probably still been, been a, an option that came with everything. Uh, but Genie Plus was, it was originally advertised as just a, a, you know, uh, tell you where a to way go to help and, you around the park. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the lightning lane is different. That's, that's mm-hmm. integrated into Genie Plus. But I don't think lightning lane would have happened yeah. if it were not for COVID. Just yeah. my opinion. Yeah. I agree with you, sir. 105%. Uh, Sean says ball guys are just creepy. Well, it's true. Yeah, well, uh, you know. Um, uh, um, and it takes uh, takes one to know one, Sean. Yeah, you creepy bastard. <laughs> All right, so uh, that was our first overreaction. Uh, let's uh, move on and see what else we've got. Um, the next one we have. Can you get rid of that? I'm sorry. Um, yes. Oh, here we go. Disney cancels plans for a Disney Springs Brightline train station. Uh, you you uh, uh, found this earlier this week and uh, sent it over to me, and I know I was I was ticked off about it. Uh, what what are your thoughts? Oh, let me ask this. Let me do this. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm already straying from the the game we're supposed to be playing. <laughs> and the overreaction is. Disney is making a huge mistake by not having the rail service come through Disney Springs. Overreaction? Mm, I, I don't think so. I the idea of transporting guests on a train and then saying, "All right, get your shit and get out and take your eight bags and walk your family to the resort." Uh-huh. Never, it didn't make sense to me. They would have to get some type of transportation from there anyway. So, but they have the buses, right? They did, right? But, but how? You mean like the regular resort buses? Well, but they could always do the other buses because they have uh, all of those uh, leftover buses, probably from. Uh, I guess. Express, but yeah, I, I don't know. It it didn't compute for me the whole idea of just. But you know, I don't know. A lot of things don't compute for me. Okay. Um, that would suck, though. Can you imagine having <laughs> to get all of your luggage on a resort bus? Already super crowded, and yeah. then uh, you know you got to stand next to some guy's luggage that keeps rolling into your leg every time you make a turn. Um, Tater asking where was it coming from? So apparently it was it was supposed to be stationed at the airport, right? There was mm-hmm. or supposed to be a stop at the airport. You get on. I don't know if it was a high speed line, but it was like you know something. I believe like it that. was. It was supposed to be a high yeah. speed line, which uh, could have. Uh, well, you would have gotten to Springs a whole lot quicker, but then probably it would have taken more time once you got to Springs to uh, then go around and uh, get to your resort. I don't know if this was a result of them. They're doing a stop at Universal now, apparently, because it's that's what I read. I don't know if Disney got mad at that or did they or it was a Brightline's decision to do a different route. And then Disney went, oh, it's just not going to work for us now. I mean, it's possible, or it's possible yeah. that Universal is small enough, right? That you know, if you're going right to Universal's uh, two or three resorts, you can get from one to another pretty easily with a little shuttle bus or whatever. Yeah. So you had a you have a system that works out really well. Whereas, as you pointed out, uh, Disney doesn't have that. You know, like uh, uh, some of the resorts are uh, not close to Disney Springs. You've got like a 10 minute drive. Right. Uh, so 
unloading everything and then reloading everything. Maybe, maybe it was Disney being smart and saying, we didn't think this through. We're dumbasses. <laughs> maybe. Um, uh, but, you know, here's the thing, though. Like, this is what I want, and I think this is what they should do. Uh, they should have it stop uh, uh, going straight from the airport to Publix. <laughs> you know, specifically let out right in front of the fried chicken area. <laughs> yeah. That's, I don't think that's an overreaction by any no. stretch of the imagination. No. You get that, um, and uh, then they Publix, uh, it, it would behoove them to move frozen pizzas over right next to the uh, chicken area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and those good cookies that you love, uh, put those right over in the bakery. The dollar ninety nine cookies. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. Yeah, that's what that's what I think they should do. So get on it, Brightline. Uh, Mindy says the transportation outside of the parks from the airlines is so expensive, it will be almost worth getting all your bags yourself and finding transport from yeah from Disney Springs. Yeah. Mary agrees with the public statement. Hmm. I think that's probably, uh, and uh, this isn't uh, uh, meant to downgrade any other idea that you've ever had, but I think yeah. that was your most brilliant idea ever. Well, um, I think so, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tater says uh, they, he, yeah, well, they, would serve, they would serve Publix as a train, or Publix, Publix fried chicken on the train Oh, uh, that's as, good. as finger food. And they have a Joffrey's on, on the train. What do you think about that? Um, I would love a a Joffrey's. I think mm-hmm. that would be amazing. Um, Chrissy Lardy hey, says Disney can't, can't. Well, Chrissy Lardy's here. Uh, he says Disney can't get the train in the park working. Why would they? This that's true. Uh, yes, they will soon though. They will soon. Um. Soon as Tron opens in 2032. <laughs> um, speaking of Tron, mm-hmm. we have a story about Tron. Let's, let's, uh, I'm going to jump ahead um, to the to our uh, Tron story, and uh, then we'll do that one there. One second. So uh, Tron. The uh, that we have uh, construction updates. These pictures were taken uh, a little earlier this week, and uh, you can see there's still a whole lot of dirt and a whole lot of uh, un uh, unpoured concrete all around. Now, granted, once you pour the concrete, everything is pretty much done. So I'd imagine that's going to be one of the last things. Mm-hmm. But uh, it it begs the question. Uh, or, or the statement, Tron light cycle run should have opened at least a year ago. Barry, is that an overreaction? Hey, I would. Well, I think that's a mixed bag. I think. Uh, well, yeah, it probably should have. There's no question. However, um, I think Disney. You know, they have. They they wanted to get Guardians of the Galaxy was was uh, the closest to being open. I think. They had to try to get that opened, and now that that is open, they can uh, allocate their sources uh, over to Tron uh, to try to finish this up in time. Uh, not really in time, but because uh, you see, as soon as Guardians got done, this thing started to really ramp up, and yeah. at least the outside portions of it. Now, the inside, I, I hear it's pretty much done. Um, 
they've they're ready for actual real ride testing. They've done the push and pull, which is you know uh, when they put like dummies on it and kind of pull it. They did the actual launch, and now they're ready to put actual people on there. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I think it's it's I think it's gearing up for a, a late fall opening. Yeah, I would love for you to be uh, correct on that. Um, whether or not that actually happens, I don't know. What do we, what do we got? Andy, Andy said, in the house. <laughs> Andy's here for the first time in forever, and she said she doesn't think it will be ready in her trip in two weeks. No, you never know. Uh, Andy, with, with, uh, uh, send us a message with your dates. We're down there in uh, uh, very shortly as well. And Mary says, in time, they are so past time. I don't know. What do you think, Bill? Is it overreaction or not an overreaction? Uh, you know, I think it is not an overreaction. I, uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's been, what, four years now? Four mm, years. I don't know. When, since they've broken ground, uh, I'm not sure. But it seems like it seems like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's been forever. I mean, before the pandemic uh, hit, that that little uh, uh, awning above the ride was already up. Yeah. Um, it, it looked almost the same as it looks now. Now, granted, you can't see the inside, but I don't think that they could complete the coaster uh, before they uh, uh, put the roof on the joint, right? No, the track was there. I think the track went on first. Yeah, yeah. So. Before the pandemic, the track was pretty much complete. Yes. Well, maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> I believe it was because they had the, yeah. they had the they had the whole thing up. Yeah. Um, well, they, they they stopped working on it for a year. Yeah. And that'll 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 hold things pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah well, but uh, they didn't have to do that. Well, I guess they did. They couldn't really do anything right off the bat. But you know. Um, but that, that, that also brings us, we also have a little video, uh, uh, that was shot from the people mover recently of, uh, Tron at night with those lights on. Kind of cool. Yes. Now, um, that might not look all that impressive, but it, apparently it does all kinds of different. Uh, when they program, it does all kinds of different things, kind of like uh, how they program the lights on uh, Spaceship Earth for the fiftieth. Yeah, I am looking forward uh, to uh, being in Magic Kingdom and uh, riding the People Mover after dark uh, one day while we are there uh, and just checking that out. Uh, Tater likes my singing, um, and. Andy um, says that is really pretty. And uh, yeah, you got to look it up on YouTube as I do everything uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. W- watch the ride itself. It's a very short ride. You know what I think? I think well, I can already foresee this happening. All this wait for this ride. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I can already see this happening. People are going to be like, all that for that. I mean, it's literally like a minute and 20 seconds. Uh-huh. Um, Tater's like, that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, how many times have you already heard all that for that? <laughs> I, um, I've ridden it yeah. twice in that time. <laughs> yeah, but it's apparently a really short coaster, but it's supposed to be a really fun coaster. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, I can see people going, "Oh man, that was short." Kind of like what people do with Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. 
It's not a bad ride, but I think it gets no, a bad rap because it's a long wait and it's too short. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess more is uh, coming. Well, who just said so beautiful? Uh, Chris makes a good point. He says, wait all this time only to find out we don't fit on the ride. We know that. <laughs> oh, man. They better have like a, a, a tubby section uh, in the uh, in the back. I doubt it. Not for this ride. Um, this is going to be tough to get on. Uh, I can well. tell you that. I'm, I'm starting my diet tomorrow, though, so never fear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. I am, uh, I, you know, like uh, I, I've, uh, I, I need to do that again. Remember a few years ago when we, uh, we, mm-hmm. we did that diet, like right before COVID, we did that diet, and we both actually lost a, uh, a fair amount of weight. Yeah, and you know, we were, you know, like instead of hearing like holy cow look at those fat asses as we walked around the uh, park we heard wow those guys are fat asses you know i mean <laughs> yeah yeah well well that's because we did lose a i did lose a good amount of weight i mean i i, yeah. I was i c- cut down to probably a lean 650 pounds <laughs> <laughs> all right all right, so uh, the uh, the next uh, news stories. How dare you, Tater? How dare you insult Here we my go. silky dog? Yeah. Okay. All right, next news story. Uh, there's a new idea at uh, Disney theme parks um, that will uh, probably be happening in the very near future, and that idea is mobile lockers. Uh, now, uh, Barry, you read this new story, right? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I got bored probably three yeah. sentences. Well, in, there's, but... a, there's a whole lot of that here. Uh, but, uh, there's, uh, there's some things that, uh, Disney put in the mobile locker description, uh, when they went and, uh, submitted it wherever they submitted it. Um, it says, uh, in, and this is from, uh, from Disney's, uh, submission about the lockers and trademark and all that. Embodiments disclosed herein include a mobile locker. The mobile locker can include a mobility unit to enable the locker to relocate from one location to another. The mobile locker is modular, which allows the storage compartment to be detached from the mobility unit for storage, transfer via other means. The storage compartment can be coupled to either the same or different mobility unit. The mobility lockers can be recalled by a customer to either the customer's location or a designated location at the venue. Hmm. Uh, The lockers can include any one of multiple locking mechanisms. The mobile locker can communicate with a monitoring center that oversees the deployment of multiple mobile lockers. Embodiments uh, or embodiments of the local lock of the mobile locker can interact with customers through a display microphone and speaker so this is really kind of like a, a robot locker this is weird. um and uh we have a question and then we also have uh something uh, something else that's kind of cool um uh, our our uh our graphics department has uh, been able to get a hold of uh the early prototype for that but we'll show that in a minute uh first the uh the question the overreaction question Mobile lockers will revolutionize, revolutionize, easy for me to say, the theme park industry. Barry, is that an overreaction? 
I, I don't know. Again, this is something that is not computing for me. I don't, I don't know if I understand the concept. They So it's a locker you order, and it comes to you. Well, you put your junk in it at the beginning <laughs> of the day, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you, uh, you know, or, you know, you, you go to the store and you buy that, uh, that, uh, snow globe and you don't want to carry that around on all the rides. So you get a, um, uh, a mobile locker and you put your, uh, your globe, your snow globe in there. And then uh-huh. it's the end of the day and it's like, oh man, that was in the back of the park. I don't want to have to go get it. So you, uh, dial up your, uh, your thing and, that that uh, that locker then somehow meets you at either a predetermined location or at w- at your current location to give you uh, the items that are in your locker. It's almost kind of like when you order stuff uh, and they bring it back to your resort room for you and have it delivered to you. Okay. It sounds like it's a little like that, but um. Maybe it'll help uh, clear it up if uh, if uh, you're able to see the fantastic uh, 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 prototype that uh, the graphics department was able to get their hands on. Um, wow! Really look uh, like- it looks uh, it looks like a Wally uh, with a locker for a body instead of his normal body. Uh, well, hold on. It says uh, uh, in the uh, in the a light a light blue that we didn't see right off the bat it says it's a suggestion made by the podcast so this isn't this isn't oh. real um, that would be cool yeah but uh maybe that's what they're gonna do uh disney you can take this idea and all we ask is uh free passes for life <laughs> you know i i you know what i asked disney just 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 get get rise of the resistance working first before you do this all fix right. the damn yeti Let's, yeah, I mean, let's, come let's, on. let's come up with a list of of demands. Who cares about the lockers? Who really uses the lockers? Does anybody really use them? Everybody, uh, everybody has eighteen bags with them. Yeah, and uh, they, I guess they have their stroller as well. Um, yeah. you know, the strollers you don't need you don't need a, a locker when you have a stroller. No, you and I've seen this movie before. I've seen this movie before. We don't need any artificial or art intelligence and lockers like taking us over. You know, so you're saying this is going to end badly? Yes, this is going to be like, like Terminator, except instead of those, <laughs> it's going to be lockers. <laughs> so, so like you're gonna you're gonna order your stuff to get picked up, and then uh, Wally the locker is going mm-hmm. to like strangle you with his hands. I guess yeah. is that what's going to happen? They're going to go rogue. These lockers. Dun, 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 dun. Oh man. <clears throat> that uh, that's scary. I don't know. Amy said he's just going to roll around the park with Bill's junk inside him, yelling "Wally." That sounds a lot like Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. No, you. Yeah, roll yeah. rolling around the park with my junk inside you. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is right. He says the app you can't get the app to work, and they want tra- uh, traveling lockers. Yeah, coming to you. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. That is true. Disney IT is notoriously just awful. How are they going to figure out, you know, you're going to get someone else's junk. You know, I guess it's kind of like a, uh, uh, you know, it could be a a, a pleasant surprise. You open up the locker and what you just thought was like a a couple of diapers turns out to be someone's uh, uh, purchases from the day. 
It's like, ah, upgrade. That would be nice. Oh, sorry. Or are we keeping you up? <laughs> Barely. <laughs> All right. So uh, that is uh, the mobile lockers. Um, and uh, that that does it for the uh, uh, basic news section. And uh, we're uh, uh, going to go on to uh, a second part of what we started last week, which is the Disney deep dive. And this week, uh, the Disney Deep Dive takes a look into uh, something that uh, uh, has uh, become a little more publicized over the last couple of weeks, last month or so. Um, Walt Disney Company is doing a survey. And in that survey, they list a lot of things that are potentially not good about the 50th celebration. Um, Barry, I think, uh, uh, you and I were talking about this, uh, maybe it was Saturday and, uh, we had both seen the same article, uh, yeah. I think within a couple minutes of each other. And as you were sending it to me, I was, uh, sending it to you. <laughs> yes. It was very interesting. I thought it was telling that Disney, not only were they, they weren't just asking questions. They were basically giving a statement, right? A survey, but I had just, just a bunch of statements, and you either had to agree or disagree. Oh. So oh, that so, means, yeah. So Disney is taking a page out of our book is what well, they What's new? They rip us off all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We are completely original with everything we do. <laughs> Disney yeah. is copying off of us. Uh-huh. Come on, Disney. Yeah, but I thought it was kind of telling because uh so it's kind of like them admitting uh or Maybe it's their uh, insecurities about the 50th, you know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I don't know about that, but things that they've heard a lot. And they were basically asking people if they agreed with with these statements. This was interesting. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we actually have a list of these statements. Um, uh, I know we have done this before, uh, and then it turns out to be a joke list, but it's not a joke list this time. We have these statements. And uh, we are going to go through each of those statements, and we are going to ask whether or not it's an overreaction. All right. Um, you want to take that first one, Barry? Sure. So uh, one of the first statements that they asked, um, or... Uh, uh, yeah, this is the yes where the fireworks shows slash nighttime spectaculars were not as good as previous shows. This is what they were asking people in the survey, and uh, you know they either had to check it off or not. You know, yeah. Um, well, I would agree with that. I do agree with that. Yes, I agree with that first statement. They are not nearly as good as the previous shows. Um, not in the slight, slightest bit. Uh, yeah. When they what, do, what do the folks at home think about that too? While we're talking about it, sorry, go ahead. Um, uh, well, Kim just says the 50th in general isn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Uh, Mary says the fireworks suck. Now, I don't want to be all just completely negative. I, I don't think they're bad per se. I just, well, harmonious leaves a lot to be desired. However, when I, when I first heard, okay, that they were doing, uh, they were bringing a new nighttime show to Magic Kingdom, 
enchantment. I said, okay, well, uh, happily ever after so good. They have to really be doing something really special for the 50th, you know? Right. Something right. that encapsulates Disney, Walt Disney World's in the 50th, right? So I thought, okay, I trust Disney. It was none of that. It was basically a cut down version of Happily Ever After with uh, more obscure Disney scenes with a not as good soundtrack. That's basically what yep. it was. Yep. And, and, and the projections uh, went all the way down Main Street, you know? So. Yeah. That was supposed to be the big selling point. And honestly, take the damn uh, uh, projections away, if that's uh, what you call an upgrade, and and give me back my uh, happily ever after. Yeah. And you know how I feel about Harmonious. It's basically a same thing as um, happily ever after, except an Epcot. And it's a uh, spectacle. Know, There's a yeah. spectacle. No, no doubt about it. Um, I, I think that uh, one of the things uh, um, that uh, we have to kind of keep in mind with this, uh, Mary's saying it, they, yeah, they have mm-hmm. no heart, but yeah. it doesn't have like a, a harmonious in, in particular uh, does not have all of the nostalgia factor because yes, while it is all songs from Disney, they're all redone and like, yeah. Hey, this is what uh, it, it would sound like if it had a uh, Mexican uh, uh, right. uh, background to it. Uh, here's what it would sound like uh, if it were in China, so on and so forth. And you lose uh, the nostalgia factor with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it doesn't have heart. What uh, What was that other big comment that you put up there? Uh, Tiffany says uh, shows have been disappointing compared to expectations. I don't disagree. Um, like like Bill said, Harmonious is basically I don't know I don't even know how to think of it. I, maybe it has to grow on me, but and I'm not. This isn't like I don't think it's a fault of the Imagineers. I think they did a great job with it. It's just as far as being original and inventive, it's like none of that's there. I want some original music, you know, some uh-huh. some. And it didn't have any. The the, the scenes kind of don't go together. They don't mesh well together. They're just kind of just thrown in there. Um, yeah. And people can talk all the smack all they want about uh, illuminations being outdated, but I thought it had art. It, yeah, it all worked uh, together. And you know, I think that goes back to perhaps what happened with COVID. Is it's like, well, we've got all of this time, and we've got the fiftieth coming up. We yeah. can come up with a new show. Mm-hmm. Um, and they underestimated the, how much time it actually takes to put something together and then workshop it to make it something that is, uh, uh impressive in itself. And I, I don't think they were able to do that with, uh, especially with, um, the show in magic kingdom. What yeah. did Steve say there? Steve said the tacos in the lagoon ruin his view. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Kim says harmonious is a good time to ride rides with barely any lines. Yep. That's a good point. Uh, however, I, I, I liked illuminations. I was very, very sad to see it go. And again, I trusted Disney. I said, they're going to bring us something great. And, uh, my opinion, they did. Yeah. So now I know you weren't a huge fan of Epcot forever. Um, no, but I would have taken that over a harmonious to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. All right. The uh, the second one uh, uh, that uh, Disney is saying is it was difficult to find the special food and beverage offerings. 
And I almost have to disagree with this one. Um, I, I don't think that that was a big deal. You know, I there wasn't anything that uh, was like, oh, wow, that is so special that I have to have that cookie with the 50 on it. You know, there, there yeah. wasn't really that much that I had to uh, 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 go. So I, I think that's an over uh, uh, that, that statement is an overreaction. What about you? It is an overreaction. If you look at me, you will understand that I have no problems finding food. And um, I tell you what, I uh, Tater and I were in the uh, – I remember we had like a dessert sampler from um, – uh, uh, God, what the hell is that place? Chris calls it the uh, purgatory. Um, oh, Sunshine uh, Seasons. Sunshine Seasons, yes. Uh, we had like a, a 50th uh, smorgasbord. Of uh, desserts and it was great. So I don't, I don't know. I, I, I found everything that they advertised. I didn't think that was an issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kristen loves uh, harmonious. Um, Mary says they changed it too fast, and Kim agrees they weren't. Uh, nothing yeah. was hard to find. Yeah. Here's the thing: if 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 Disney's selling it, it's not hard to find. No, Disney is going to put it all over the place. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if some of these were uh, just so people would say, no, that's not the case. Uh, well, Disney, you're not failing in every way. Uh, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, you throw a couple softballs that uh, people are going to agree with, and uh, then uh, perhaps you walk away from that not feeling uh, mm-hmm. uh, as... Uh, as negative about things. Um, and that kind of goes to something else that we'll kind of talk about as we go through this. The fact that Disney is just throwing their shortcomings out there, I think is very interesting and kind of a change from what they've done in the past. Is it interesting, but are they going to actually listen to people or, I mean, well, that, why would they, why else would they do it? Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. to learn for the hundredth. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I guess we'll see. Uh, the next one we had there is uh, it was not as good as other Disney celebrations. I think that's an understatement. I think everyone is kind of recognizing that uh, Disney did a whole lot more for uh, things in the past than they have done for the 50th. Uh, how I mean, I wasn't around for the 25th, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just like I hear about everything that they did for like the 65th at uh, Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um. And honestly, you know, we've been there, um, well, just, I, I, you've been there once, I've been there once since the 50th anniversary started, right? Yes. Uh, and with that, it was like just any other day in the park, as far as I'm concerned. There was nothing special that uh, kind of led me go to go, oh, wow, thank goodness I'm here during the 50th. Because I am seeing something that I wouldn't see, or I'm doing something that I wouldn't do otherwise. I uh, I don't know. I kind of agree, agree with that. I thought I thought the uh, the way that they decorated all the icons were really classy and good. Okay, yeah, I those think, gold statues. Uh-huh. Well, not just that, but um, like the actual castle itself and the spaceship Earth and the way they did, you know, all the lights and uh, yeah. And I, I and thought I that guess- was really well done. 
I guess that uh, all of that technically was for the 50th, but they debuted mm-hmm. a whole lot of that before the 50th, which is maybe part of the reason it felt a little less special. Maybe. It's possible. I don't know. That's that's my thought anyway. Um, so we've got more of these. We've got to kind of keep plowing through these. We're <laughs> yeah, really we almost at 920. Holy cow. Um, uh, the, uh, the celebration didn't celebrate classic Disney and lack nostalgia. Do you agree with that one? You, totally. hundred yeah, percent. Me too. Me too. hundred percent. Um, commemorative entertainment for the celebration was limited for stage shows, parades, etc. And yeah, while true, technically parades weren't back, uh, until, uh, yeah. uh, fairly recently. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it, it felt, yeah, like the, the main, I think they're all back now for the most part. And, yeah, uh, so it yeah. probably feels more like uh, regular Disney and it's probably operating more like regular Disney. So uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. When we were there in, uh, October, yeah, uh, but I, we were kind of expecting that. We knew, we knew, um, that you weren't getting the full Disney experience. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you, you, you bring something back that wasn't there. And yes, it's new. But I think people are more like, hey, finally, parades are back instead of, oh, wow, this is a new parade. Uh, you know, anything at that point was going to be new. So it was kind of, I think, yeah. maybe less 50th related and more just finally uh, another part of uh, normal life is returning to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 50th anniversary merchandise I wanted was unavailable. And Kim, I think, commented on that a little bit ago where she said uh, maybe on October 1st it was unavailable. Um, but yeah, did you have any problem finding anything when you guys were down there? I'm not a merchandise person. I, I, uh, no, I, I was more just shopping for things. I mean, yeah, I would just look around and stuff, but I know Tater couldn't find some things. Um, but that's, that's Disney. You know, if they, they release something that's going to be commemorative, you know, it's going to go pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what about this next statement? It seemed like just with a capital J for some reason, another day in the park. You agree with that? I know. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think ha- saying it's just another day in the park and saying they could have done more, two different things. You know, uh-huh. um, I felt like they, they celebrated the 50th. I just felt like they probably could have done a lot more. I just, but no, it didn't seem just like another day in the park. I thought it was a little special. I liked okay. going around and finding all the statues. I thought the statues were really cool. Uh-huh. Now, was it special enough for the 50th anniversary celebration, which is that next question? Uh, no. No. Yeah. But then again, it was. it's not operating at, at full when we were there. I don't know. Maybe it's different now. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Probably we'll not. We'll find out. Yes. Uh, and then the uh, prices were high. Well, the prices are high for everything at Disney. I mean, is yeah. it really kind of one of those things where the prices for anniversary merchandise was higher than normal Disney high? I don't think so. Tanner couldn't find the mini zipper. Well, she's got it now. Um, Alari says merch was available. People thought it was only available the anniversaries. And Mary says, uh, yeah, merch was a shirt show. So it was nothing but shirts. <laughs> Yeah, shirts everywhere. Tiffany loved the statues. I did too. And uh, Kim says, disagree. It was definitely different, but could have been a lot more. Okay. Yep. And uh, I think we're all on that same page where Mm -hmm. they could have done more. Yeah. I mean, just not sure what they, well, besides like from the actual nighttime spectaculars, I'm not sure what else you do. Uh Uh-huh. 
Like, what else well, but, can you do? You have strippers? Uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> that wouldn't would yeah. be bad. Uh-huh. I mean, you know? You, you, I mean, you do it, it classy. You do it, like, classy-like. Right. You don't, you yeah. know, you're not going to do, like, universal strippers. You're doing Disney strippers, damn it. Exactly. Um, yeah, uh, that, that kind of leads to the next one. The fireworks show, Nighttime Spectaculars, didn't celebrate the 50th anniversary. I think that's one thing that I was very surprised by. Yeah. Uh, they're coming out with new shows just in time for the 50th, and then it doesn't really even do anything to talk about the 50th. No, they don't celebrate them at all. And that's the one thing I thought the Enchantment was going to do. I said, okay, they're 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 having a new nighttime show for the 50th. Um, this is going to celebrate everything about the Walt Disney World. It didn't do any of that. It didn't do any of that. So, right. yes, I totally right. agree with that statement. Uh-huh. Special food and beverage offerings were limited. I don't really see that. Um, and the merchandise selection variety was limited. I will say that, uh, you know, but part of that is just when you've got to get like a, a size uh, 14 extra, 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 extra <laughs> yeah. large. Well. It's hard to find those things, but I think that's just more of uh, just because yeah. they they don't make many of them. We can't blame Disney because we're fat pigs. I mean, let's be honest. Here. I mean, <laughs> come no, on. we we can't. You know, that is uh, that is that is uh, all on uh, our mothers uh, for uh, raising us differently. <laughs> that, that's what that comes down to. Yeah, well, I mean, you, we 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 can blame Disney for a lot, uh, but not uh, being fat pigs is not one of them. <laughs> Although when we go to Disney and we eat all that we eat, we can blame Disney for eating too much. <laughs> wow, very sad. <laughs> all right. Um so uh um yeah, Kim, we're blaming our moms. We're blaming our moms. Uh you know, if we can uh uh, yeah, yeah, we're blaming our moms. We're two grown men doing a Disney podcast. Somewhere along the line, they didn't do something right. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're just now getting to history. Holy crap, it's 925. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, no, we're going to do, I, I mean, we've got slides. We, you know, like if we took the time to make the slides, we're, we're going to use the. Oh, we're slides. doing it. There's no question. Yeah. yeah. I do don't think. know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French I took. <laughs> oh, he's dancing. Look at him go. Look at him mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the uh, the first bit of history we have. Is June 30th, 1957, jazz pianist Dave Brubeck, Brubeck and his trio finish up a two-day recording session for a Disney-themed record album to be called Dave Diggs Disney, which then, uh, 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 is this an overreaction, Barry? Is this an overreaction? If it's not the original version of a classic Disney song that I know and love... It isn't going to be as good. What do you think about that? And, and keep in mind things like harmonious. Mm-hmm. So the question of is not the original version of a classic Disney song that I know and love it isn't going to be as good. Yeah, yeah. I so, don't know about that. 
Dave Brubeck doing uh, jazz covers of mm-hmm. that, it wouldn't be as good. Now, I listened to this album today. Uh, it is available mm-hmm. on like Amazon Music and all of that, so you can check it out. Uh, and it's 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 kind of cool. It it really is a jazz vibe. If you, uh, I think probably the uh, the the song that is uh, most uh, popular from Dave Brubeck is that tape Take Five song. Do you know the mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? No. Uh, oh, it's uh, it's uh, it's a jazz classic. Um, but yeah, I would I would check it out. It it uh, it's a it's a pretty good album. Okay, I will do that. All right. Um, what do we have next in uh, in uh, history, Barry? Well, on June 30th, 2018, Toy Story Land uh, opens at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Walt Disney World, and uh, I think there's a picture of Bill and I sweating our asses off in front of yeah uh, yeah. And arguing with uh, with uh, people at seven o'clock in the morning who said oh, we yeah. could get in and then uh, oh, couldn't get in on. Yeah, I was a Karen that day. Uh, I was a Karen. It was, it was deserved. They it uh, was deserved. She was rude. Yeah, they they suck. Um, and uh, here's the overreaction statement: There isn't enough in Toy Story Land to really call it a land. It should be called Toy Store Story Corner. Is that an overreaction, Barry? No, not an overreaction. I mean, it's not a big deal to me. I mean, they could call it that. But when you think of Toy Story Land, you think, well, I don't know. Bugs Land, I guess, is the kind of same thing. It wasn't really that big. Um, they, they probably should have called it something different. I always thought they just should have called it Andy's Backyard or something like that. Because that's really yep. essentially what you're what you're in, right? That's supposed yep. to be what you're yep. in. Um, but, of course, they have to have Toy Story in there to market it. Um I still like it. I think it's 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 themed really well. I like I like Slinky Dog. Um, I like riding ass. Do you? Do you? No. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah, you like saying that. Yeah, um, I do. But yeah, I, I think, don't think I've I've ridden uh, the alien swir- swirling saucers. Well, we got to change that this trip. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I uh, I'm not a big fan of those kind of spin around and circle rides. Well, it's not really like a it's not a real spinny ride if you go on it. It's it's, it's pretty tame. It's not like the teacups, but and I also, of course, who doesn't love uh, Two Story Mania? One of my faves. Yeah, and uh, it's good. There's enough there, and Andy's backyard. I uh, I like mm-hmm. Andy's backyard as well. Uh, but yeah, Tater says it's an overreaction. Mary says it's dumb. It's not dumb. Um, Come on, Mary. It's Kim no dumber than Barry and I are. Wait. That's true. Uh, Brunette wants to know when the restaurant is opening. You know, they they announced. Did they announce when it was opening, or they just announced it was soon? I don't yeah, know. they said soon. I don't remember hearing an exact date. Uh, someone can uh, correct us if we're wrong, and uh, they always do. Um, but uh, I don't remember hearing an exact date. So I just googled, and it says opening timeline announced. Um, so apparently, sometime in 2022, they're saying so. Oh, so maybe, before the uh, end of the year. Yeah, we have yet another place to eat barbecue in uh, in Disney. All right. Well, Mary's saying ass is dumb. Okay, so just yeah. ass. Um, and Mindy says it's not bad, but you aren't missing much. Well, yeah, Marilyn's I mean, rolling saucers. Uh, yeah, I think ride. that is true, though. We do have to do something new every time we go, so maybe that's it yeah. this time. This time, maybe we we get on. I, I ride ass. <laughs> We're going to ride so much ass. <laughs> yeah, there'll be nonstop ass riding on this trip. 
Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, and the uh, last little bit of history that we have, uh, Barry, you want to take this one? Sure. On July 1st, 1975, at Walt Disney World, the Wedway People Mover, a futuristic way of shuttling people around Tomorrowland opens to the public. All right. And uh, the overreaction statement here is, there's nothing futuristic about the People Mover. Is that an overreaction, Barry? Yeah, that's an overreaction. I think when it opened, there was a lot of things futuristic about it. It's just maybe a little outdated. But outdated, well, outdated, but it adds nostalgia. So no, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think so. Keep it the way it is. God damn it! All right, there you go. I don't want any changes. I want yeah. to page Mister Morrow, Mister Tom mm-hmm. Morrow, yeah. every single time. I want to see that lady in that futuristic uh, thing getting her hair did. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Well, that does it for history. Uh, and uh, we've got one last little segment that we'll do, and then we'll uh, we'll call it a night. Um, uh, do you want to talk about this segment? Yeah, sure. So pretty much last minute, we thought we kind of forgot. It's the 4th of July uh, is coming up, and uh, we're not going to be on until next Wednesday. So uh, we won't see you again until then. So we figured we would do uh, the, our, top, our picks for top five uh, most patriotic um, attractions at, at Walt Disney World. And we would like people to guess first what those attractions are as we move down the list. Mm-hmm. Um, but this would be our picks for most patriotic. Um, so I wonder what people think number five would be. Or we have five, correct? Yeah, we have five. We have, we have, uh, five. We have a total of five. Okay. And uh, some people are like, are there five? Uh, well, we found five. We did. We were lucky. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were. Well, we know Disney World, Bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And because we know we the ins right. and outs. We, we do, do do it right. right. You're correct. Uh-huh. So, uh, what was our number five pick for? Uh, do, are most... people guessing? Uh, do you no, have anyone who's not guessing? saying? Anything. Okay. Ah, they've they've tuned out already, Bill. Okay. 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 Well, number five is uh, from Muppets uh, uh, 3D. A salute to all nations, but mostly America. Yes. Now you wouldn't think that this was a patriotic, but the whole end of the attraction uh, mm-hmm. is that's the name of it. Uh, salute to all nations, Bill America. Very patriotic. And plus, it's, you go in there, you cool off. Uh, good way to spend your 4th of July in Walt Disney mm-hmm. World. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's number five. How about that? Coming in at number four, Barry, we have... Mm-hmm. Carousel of Progress. Now, this uh, isn't necessarily themed around the 4th of July, of course, but it's a piece of Americana. Well, one-fourth of it is uh, yeah. does take place on the 4th of July. Yes, Look, you are correct. Uh, she's got her Martha Washington outfit on, and she's making the George Washington outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mindy says the Miss Piggy Statue of Liberty, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kim says she hasn't done Muppets in years. Come on. You got to oh, get in there. Oh, Kim. I, I, you know, here's the th- I still love that ride. Like, I would be really sad if that attraction ever went away. I get that it's old. I get that it's outdated. But I still love it. It's one of the things that I have to do every trip. I have to get. I have to go through that at least once. Yeah. Plus, it's you get in and out of the heat. Yep. You know. Yep. Uh, Brunette loves the Muppets. Um, hold on, I gotta bless you. Bless Thanks. you. I mute. I muted myself just in time. I think. Yeah. Yes, you did. Um, Rosemary says Hall of Presidents, and uh, Mary T. Wells says American Adventure. Spoiler, guys. Spoiler. Yep, they're right. both on the list. They're both yes. on the list. That's actually coming in at number three, Barry. We have 
the Hall of Presidents. Now, people think without three as a president, this is like the most America, but um, mm -mm. just because I guess it's not our favorite attraction. So, yeah, yeah, right? that's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's be honest. It, uh, it's OK. It's it's an all right thing. But, you know, especially in, in current years, it's very, uh, uh, you know, divisive, it's almost divisive, you know, <laughs> yeah. like you're celebrating presidents, but then you go, well, not my president or whatever. And, and it gets, <laughs> yeah. uh, it gets a little divisive. So that's why it's uh, at number three on the list instead of mm -hmm. number one. Yes. Uh, but what is more American than though, uh, than uh, being divided and, and arguing with each other? That's uh. true. That's true. <laughs> um, Maybe we need to reconsider this. Tater says, didn't mute her. She heard the issue while she's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When she's in the building, that'll happen. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. So that's number three. Uh, uh -huh. What comes in number two? Oh, number two is the American Adventure. Here we have. Uh, uh, now, this is one of the cool things, because in the beginning of this scene, they're not shaking hands. Ben Franklin isn't even uh, uh, doing that. But uh, I, I love the animatronic that uh, uh, two two individual things turn towards each other and actually shake hands. I think that's kind of cool. Um, one of my favorite things. I know it's a, a dorky thing to, to to notice and all of that, but it's kind of cool. Uh, uh, that comes in at number two there. Yes. So people are thinking, what the hell? What could what could possibly be number one on the list of most patriotic attractions at Walt Disney World? Well, um, you know, I, I actually haven't seen. Uh, have Have you seen what the uh, number, number one? one? Number one on the list? I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's find out together, shall we? Number one is Peter Pan's Peter, flight. Peter, Peter Pan's. Well, I mean, if you think about it, yeah. Um, this is very American. Peter Pan. What does he do? But he uh, gets the hell out of England <laughs> with uh, with Wendy and uh, and uh, the kid yeah. takes him away uh, to uh, Neverland uh, and. Uh, our re with the Revolutionary War, we got the hell out of England and uh, became our own country. So, yeah, I yeah. think it fits perfectly. Yeah. Folks, yeah, I know this is a little bit of a stretch, but we just – we felt like a top four just sounded weird. <laughs> so we had to come up with a uh... – Yeah, so we needed five. And what better thing to put at number one than Peter Pan's flight? Yeah, if you were saying, Isn't huh, that huh? really – isn't that the She's most saying, American thing? We should have put this at five and just got, gotten out of the way. Uh, oh. I think we disrespected the rest of the list with this joke. Uh, oh, well, yeah. um, <laughs> well, uh, well, I, I guess that uh, that stands to reason. That's what we do on this podcast. We uh, we just screw crap up. We piss people off and screw crap up. <laughs> That's us. Yep. And uh, speaking of. <laughs> What what, Mary said that was just dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. You're right, Mary. Yeah, it was that, uh, yeah. Thank you for keeping us honest. Yep. Yeah, Barry. That's uh, Chris brings up a good point there. Mm -hmm. uh, well, he wants to know about the story about the real Liberty Bell, and it's true. It's a little known fact that uh, people didn't know this, but uh, Walt Disney purchased the actual Liberty Bell uh, from Thomas Jefferson uh, in 1792. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, well. So. I uh, I can tell you for one that me personally, that was weird, wild stuff. I did not know that. Now that's what I think, but then mm -hmm. there are other people who hear you tell that story and what they think. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. <laughs> so, so we've got that too. Oh, and Mary's right. What about the tree with the 13 lanterns? Oh, uh, yeah, that is uh, more. Uh, what mm-hmm. about uh, you know the whole area where you walk through uh, uh, people's poop? Poop. That's my favorite. Uh-huh. Just walking through poop. Yeah. Well, it turns out we just didn't really think this through at all. I wonder, like, what they would do if, like, you just uh, went down and just took down your pants and dropped a lorry right there on the street. Um. <laughs> And you can yeah. say, well, you themed it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just doing, uh, I'm just being an American in this time. Maybe I wouldn't do this if you didn't, if you, maybe you put one bathroom in this area. Yeah. Which you dummies. didn't because there weren't bathrooms in the area in this time of history. Bunch of dummies. Yeah. It's really their fault. It is. It's always their fault. Um, well, that <laughs> does Kim wants to know, do we ever think anything through? No, we don't. No, we don't. I mean, so. I, you know, no. Uh, we're, we're only 106 episodes in, Kim. Yeah, I mean, give how us a much? Break. Yeah. They, they say that until you get to show like 250, you don't, uh, you, you make mistakes like this. Yeah, without question. All right. Well, that does it for another week. Uh, Barry, where can, uh, where can folks find us? Well, Bill, I'm glad you asked, asked me that. You can find us anywhere you find your various. God darn it! Hey, hey, Barry, that does it for another week. Hey, where can uh, where can folks find us? I have to pee. Um, well, you can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcast, specifically Apple Podcasts, where we would love if you gave us a five star review, a f- f- whopping five star review. Um, if you don't like us and you don't want to leave us a review, well, you, you don't want to leave us a good review. You want to leave the bad review. That would go to Walt's apartment podcast. Walt's Walt's apartment podcast. Uh, yes. Now, uh, Spotify also has uh, reviews now, um, oh. and uh, we would love if you listen to us on Spotify to give us a review on Spotify. We would love that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, of course, we are here every Wednesday at uh, eight thirty Eastern time. Uh, our friends over at Walt's apartment are actually on the air right now, so we're going to go and uh, check them out. Uh, we encourage you to do the same. Thank you very much for uh, uh, coming and uh, listening to us ramble on about the stupid crap that we ramble on. Uh, and uh, we'll be back uh, next week with another gadtastic show. Have a good night, everybody. Don't forget to wipe. <laughs>